0: city image
1: what's up what's up what's up everybody this is city image this is varlina waltz on barry this is andy aka young nassau county
2: Loretta Sanita standing in her personhood
1: and drum roll Daniel,
3: the creator, back. Let's go! I dropped the mic. You just can't see it.
1: <laughs> I feel like in quarantine, I've been realizing as an extrovert, I need to be by myself sometimes. I don't mm-hmm. know if y'all have been realizing things about your extrovertedness or introvertedness during quarantine, but yeah, mm-hmm. I definitely feel like I've been in my element in in a way I've never experienced before. So
2: I always test ENFP, which is extroverted. And every time I look at that test, I'm like, you're a liar. Because (laughs) I actually don't recharge around people. I'm the first person to leave any event. I'm there for two hours like that. And now even more so, I'm realizing like how much I value reflection and I value quiet time. And me and Jesus have just been, you know, unearthing things in my heart. So I think like, I, I am as a quote unquote extrovert realizing like how important it is to just be still and be quiet.
3: I'm an introvert. My friends who know me know I'm an introvert, but it's so interesting that like, I feel like in this time, I'm also relational. So I'll put that caveat on there, but like, I mean, I'm struggling not being able to be around people and be around my friends. It might be that whole introvert and deep connections with people thing, but like, it's, it's hard.
0: Yeah, for me, I think I'm, like, on the same page with Andy. Like, I'm an, I'm a straight expert. I'm, like, out there. I'm always in something, going somewhere, talking to somebody. But, like, really learning how to be with myself been really, really hard, but it's been a really good journey because I'm learning a lot more. I'm learning how to actually be able to express what's actually going inside. Like, I'm finding those words that mm. would have never been able to... Um, Because I'm always doing something.
2: If I've learned anything, it is that, and I say this to my friends all the time. Like I'm, I'm in my prayer time. Like Lord, the children you have left down here do not know how to be alone, Father. Like they are (laughs) just, they're zooming, they're house (laughs) party. Like I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting invite after invite after invite, and I'm like, I feel inundated with the amount of invites that I'm getting. So I think for us, we are just like, we're not used to being alone or we're not used to like being in quiet and stillness. And we're just all collectively having to relearn how to be quiet and how to be still.
3: And I feel like, you know, I feel just as um, tired from like social stuff now, which is, I think it's very interesting. You know, talking about all these like Zoom events and Zoom birthdays and it was hard
2: we're ultimately it's it's a new season it's a new life like we're relearning everything and we about to have to talk about how to how we're learning how to date in quarantine what does that even look like uh, it's a whole new world so y'all stay tuned stay locked this is City Image
1: alright we are back we are talking dating in quarantine this elusive thing that we're going to try to shed wisdom on i don't know how much wisdom we have to offer but i feel like collectively as a unit as a podcast family we are going to join forces and bring answers to the people or maybe just good questions so dating and quarantine what has that been like we got as v mentioned we got we got two people coming from the married perspective two people coming from the the this, this single perspective, what have you guys been seeing? What have you been hearing? What have you been experiencing? What's been going on? How do you meet people?
2: In my experience, you don't. <laughs> like you, just, you just hunker down and stand in your singleness. That's that's what's <laughs> been happening over here. Um, but I know in, in like thinking about some of my friends' experiences, um, you know, people have tried dating apps. People have, you know... Like, they had a queue of people that they were already talking to. So it's like, all right, let me, you know, sift through this, this line that I got here. Then I think, like, the DM slides, people have been whew, home running, sliding into those DMs. So th- there's been a lot of that, that too. Um, so I think people are just really trying to use technology as much as they can.
3: So, L- Lourdes, I have a question about that. So I have some friends that are, you know, talking about dating... And they feel like, yo, man, there's this girl I wanted to talk to before, but I feel weird kind of just even texting her at all now or, like, even sliding into DM. What do you you think, from your perspective, or maybe from a woman's perspective, what does it look like, you know, two months into a quarantine to get a random DM or a random text message from a dude?
2: if you don't shoot your shot and stop out here acting scary like if you want to talk to her talk to her like that's fine like we don't got nothing else to do we we're we all in the house board like send your chat i don't feel no kind of way about it like unless he and i have had awkward interactions prior to it and it just hasn't been like like why is this fool texting me like if it's like that then, then probably not but if you you see a girl that you've been interested in Shoot your shot. Text her. With the worst she could say is nothing cute. Like it just, just do it.
1: You have the most captive audience you're ever gonna have. If you don't shoot your shot now, then you're wide open. You like right. literally. They, this is like like Shaq behind the three point line, just wide open. Like
2: dudes don't understand how close to a yes they are sometimes. <laughs> like oh. <laughs> like you just, you just have to ask. It could be the girl that you think shorty is out my league. She would never. She might if you came at her the right way. You right. you don't even know how close to yes you could be. You out here blocking your blessings because you scared. Like just go on ahead and say something to her.
3: So my dudes out there, some of y'all are natural shooters. Some of y'all aren't. But now now your chance.
2: <laughs> now is your chance. At least go to the throw line like come on just you know inch up yeah so, i think you know prior to this dating especially in the church it was awkward so it is it, going to be awkward now but i think if you if this is something that you really want or that's someone that you're interested in we have to persist through the awkward and
1: just just get over it and say yeah, this is, a, this is an awkward time for everybody
3: Good, I'm i'm gonna cut that clip and send it to a couple people
2: <laughs> go ahead just <laughs>
3: just just forward that on it's hard you know you go from like you know being able to go out and and like experience things with a new person and now we're just like, like zooming it
1: for pe- so for people that are maybe going on like a first second third date and on zoom and just so we're we're clear this is an option like this is like i, I don't know if everybody even knows that this is an option like I've ha- i know some people that have met People maybe the week before quarantine and didn't meet up and they were like should we zoom like what exactly is the next step so let's say this is the next step like what what works for a zoom date
3: yeah well i can say something that definitely does work and it actually even worked uh, so it worked now you know it's like zoom dates but it's also worked before to ask like intentional questions like I, that seems simple right but like even simple things like would you rather and literally looking up a list you know there's like websites with lists of like 100 would you rather questions and using that to spark conversation uh, between the two of you i mean um that usually like is it very fun interesting that that gets us going you know so just that simple thing i would say is is a is a big
1: win yeah i know they have like these like decks of like really good questions you could ask someone like it's like a like a party game or like a dating game or something like that that's actually probably really useful because i imagine yeah i don't know you get to a certain point and it's like how do you how do you gin up conversation
3: yeah you know there's this um there's this uh, I, th- I think it's a website or whatever. It was this article I think the Times wrote about. Um, it was I think it's like twenty six questions to ask um, that makes someone like fall in love with you or something like that. I don't know if y'all have ever seen that or heard of that. I mean,
1: that sounds like something we should probably link in the show notes. That yeah, that be pretty <laughs> useful. Yeah. So uh, I got
2: some resources like you know, um, there's games that I you know I've been playing. Um, I don't know if y'all ever heard of this game Rules for Life. Nah. Mm, so rules about for that.
3: life
2: It's a it's a black owned game. I want to I definitely want to pl- plug that. Shout out to hey, minority hey. business owners. Yes, um, it, it's called rules for life, and it's basically um, it's kind of like a black card revolt game where mm-hmm. there are just these you know um, scenarios where you have to come up with your rules, and the game is different every time you play it, and it really de- definitely you get to see this person, and so it's like you know what are your what are your rules for girls night you think everybody should come together and, and stay together, mm. or should you leave? So they, they, it definitely, like, opens up a lot of conversation to see how someone's perspective is on certain things. So, yeah, go ahead. Play rules for life. Mm,
3: that's good. Mm-hmm. going to add that to There that.
2: are some, you know, it, there, there's a red deck, and the red deck gets a little, little risque. But even <laughs> in that, like, talking about, like, what are your views on certain sexual issues? Like, how do you perceive this? You can learn a lot
3: about the person. Yeah, and I think one one tip, too, is to uh, try to understand, like, really early on how the other person um, maybe receives, like, love or, like, you know, like a love language kind of thing.
2: Absolutely. Y'all have nothing but, t- but time to talk. Exactly. So this is the time, like, dating in, in quarantine is talking to a person, understanding their heart, understanding their mind, and really see where they're coming at stuff because, you know... People out here think different. Let me tell you something. One thing that quarantine has revealed is the way people think about issues. My Facebook feed, there were dudes that I was interested in, and then he posted a quote, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> you really think that way? Like, you know, my friend, I realized one of the this guy I was attracted to, he's a hotep anti-vaxxer. Imagine you finally, finally get into a situation with your crush and realize who was an anti in the middle of quarantine, in a pandemic. So it's been, it's, yeah, learn people, mm-hmm. learn them. No, I was just
0: saying, like, people showing their true colors and now, you know, people get to see what's really out there. Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: I think that's a good point though because I know I've heard this about like long distance dating like long distance dating because it's so based on communication you have to get good at communicating get good at like basing everything off of communication and not necessarily activities or physical touch, touch etc it's hard but there's like some there's like a silver lining to it like like there's actually some benefits like
2: but you know, there are definitely pros. Another pro is y'all out here leaving room for the Holy Spirit. You know, there's no, <laughs> no, you know, oh, yeah. is this too close? Is this too? Not- mm-hmm. There's no room for temptation. Y'all are not right touching out here. So yeah, holiness is persistent in porn. Okay, yo, the that
3: is the
0: right. Great point, yo. Like people can't be sitting there trying to slide their hand in your back. It,
2: you there's, there's, there's nothing <laughs> You know what I'm saying? No touchy, touchy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So purity, purity is persisting in okay. the pandemic. Thank you, Lord, for that. Go
1: <laughs> We gotta, we gotta run back that, that episode. <laughs> what was that guy's name again?
2: Oh, um, Josh. <laughs> what was Oh Lord. Oh my God. Harris.
1: Joshua Harris? Joshua <laughs> Harris, yeah. He Yo, I guess his
2: original book, he would be like, you know what? Y'all need a pandemic so that y'all can
0: Right. Yeah. It's other. too
1: bad. He's not on that wave anymore. This is like his moment.
0: <laughs> right. Oh, son.
1: Yeah. Black and blessings, child. I think what I'm
3: interested right. in is how the quarantine and the difficulty in dating and um, how that changes people's like almost philosophy toward dating, right? I, I think you have to be <clears throat> almost more intentional now. Well, obviously you have to be more intentional, not just about meeting people, but about getting to know them. Um, Because before it was always like, you know, a moment to moment thing. And there's always someone else almost, right? There's like this feeling, even if it's subconsciously, like there's always someone else I can meet. There's always someone else I can hit up or whatever. And now it's just different. I feel like people's uh, perspectives on their philosophies on dating um, and even like their values on people that they uh, want is maybe uh, being altered.
2: Uh, I saw this meme that was like, um, you know, after quarantine, forget going to Denny's. We about to go um, to the to the altar. Like this is really just like people are like, yeah. look, <laughs> we 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 survived, you know, a pandemic. We survived the end of the world. Let's just go on ahead and get married. I think people are, you know. Putting aside a lot of like superficial, and they are like really leaning into like getting to know someone intentionally. And also, I think like what I realized in this quarantine is people don't know how to be alone. Like, people are really Mm. suffering from loneliness right now. So they're like, I don't ever want to put myself in a situation where I can be locked in the house and not have another person who are really just trying to like secure partnerships.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, I think y'all, you know, you you guys can feel free to chime in. I know you're married, but I'm sure you might have uh, theories at least. But I think uh, for me, I always felt like, especially in in the city, like New York City, there's definitely like this superficiality that a lot of people have when it comes to dating, right? Like I know people who have rejected, like I know men who have rejected women because like their ears were pointy. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a real, (laughs) that's a real thing. And so... You know, I just feel like there is a cloud of that that exists. Um, and so, yeah, I do actually hope that it does change, you know, that aspect of it, that we're able to, um, you know, get a better understanding of, of how to communicate with people past a a kind of superficial, um, you know, way. So,
2: um, I know for me, and like, I haven't been dating anyone during this time, but I've been doing a lot of self-reflection. Um... And I have refined my preferences, if that makes sense. Like I have just been a lot more clear on what I want and why I want it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think about some of the attractions that I had. I've I realized like that came from a place of toxicity, or that came from a place of like trying to rebel. Of, like my family told me I should date one type of person, so I'm gonna date the exact opposite of that person just to show you. This like mm-hmm. now actually discovering like what what do you actually like in a person? What do you actually want? Like getting very fine-tuned on that. And I think, I, I know in talking to some of my friends, like they've had a lot of time to to reflect on that too. And I think some of the, the guys that I know, they are, they're realizing like, they're a little bit more apt to want to settle down. Like, oh, I actually didn't need the 17 chicks that I was talking to. Like I can actually commit to the one girl that I, you know, I actually kind of like above everybody else. Like, maybe I should just be with her. Um, and I I think I could, I can be, you know, consistently monogamous, because I'm in the house. <laughs> like, okay, mm-hmm. This, is, this <laughs> pandemic is a realization. No, no, no. You can actually be with one person your entire <laughs> life, because you don't got nobody else. Look, there are some gigolos
0: out there calling them people at night to come through they do not care about no
2: quarantine right now you know what we rebuke them get your life sir. like it's whole, this whole virus whole disease running through the world and you want to talk about some you with multiple partners <laughs> like just chill and so I, I yeah i have definitely seen my, my friends who you know they out here like i've seen them calm down because they, i think there's a realization of like oh like this is actually scary like people are actually losing their lives like people are you know now they're less willing to risk it all. I know people, guys before, they're like, I'm, I'm just going to risk it all for shorty. No, don't risk it all. You're, you're risking your whole life. Right. Everybody in your house is like, your family's
0: life. No, it's crazy. Mm. Don't risk it all.
3: Don't risk it all. That's a word. Hashtag don't risk it all.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> don't do it.
1: You know, despite all that, I feel like to a certain extent, in-person chemistry, it can be hard to replicate. Where do you go from here? Like we don't, we're in New York. We don't, we might be in quarantine for seven years, (laughs) a decade.
3: (laughs) Jubilee baby.
1: (laughs) What do you think is a good idea? Let's say you've you've Zoomed, you've FaceTimed, you've house partied, you've put the house party on lock so that no one can get into that house party. You've had great, Always lock your rooms.
3: Always lock your room. You
1: locked your room down. <laughs> um, what 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 do you do? What is like the next step if you've had a bunch of good virtual dates, so to speak? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean,
3: you said that it's hard to replicate the in person thing. I would I would go even farther and say that I don't think you can replicate it, but it also throws people off their normal game, right? Mm-hmm. So like, I know people who were like, "Yo, in person, they're mad charming." And they tried to virtual date somebody and they were like, yo, I don't even know what I'm doing. And it actually hurt their chance with that person. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think there has to be an acknowledgement that there is no replication. Um, there is no mm-hmm. way to really replace the charm, the in-person chemistry. Yeah, I, I think there has to be at least an acknowledgement of that. And But for some people, I feel like they rely very heavily on that in-person Uh, chemistry. And so I think it's a challenge for both men and women. How do I develop something beyond that? Can I develop a personality in COVID? You know, try it. But
2: no, to your point of like, um, you know, people relying heavily on in-person, like there's a Harvard business review Mm -hmm. article that talks about zoom fatigue being a real life thing. Like it actually does detract from interaction being on, um, you know, on a device because you, as people, ninety percent of our our communication is nonverbal. So we're constantly, you know, our eyes are constantly mm-hmm. searching for those cues. Like so, the fact that we don't have that, it's like our brains are thrown into this, you know, this state of confusion because I can't actually like certain person's nonverbals to see what they are, what they mean. And for me, I'm a highly nonverbal person. Like I most, I my, my eye expressions, my hand movements, like I talk with my body. So, you know, to not have that and um, I'm like leaning into the camera trying to clap my hands and like do all that <laughs> so, so that I can feel like a person, it definitely takes away from some of your social interactions. We're, we're definitely having to like relearn like what the charm looks like for me. Like what does it look like for me to be funny on Zoom because I can't, you know, do certain things that I was before, but what does it look like for me to show empathy when the person can't read a level of my, my, my sadness? So, yeah like you're right like we do have to acknowledge it it's actually it actually is a barrier in like um you know talking on technology but mm-hmm. how, so how do we how do we push past
3: that right yeah, yeah and i think honestly just it being an open conversation between the two of you could be something that also affects the ice right
2: um yeah daniel i think we are at the place where we have to flex our social styles and like a lot of our, our social styles are being challenged you, mm-hmm. you mentioned you know people's love languages I know there are certain things that we default to in dating or, or ways that we default to of like, okay, this is my usual, like, I know I'm going to hold a hand, I'm going to rub the small of her back, like that's going to get me in there. But you, um, you, I can't do that now. Like, don't, you don't have the things that you would normally default to. So you have to, you have to shift. And now for people who usually shut down and don't use their words, this is not the time for you. Like, you are, this is gonna have to draw out, like, you gotta talk. Whereas, like, for me, like, I've done the love languages test. Physical touch is always the lowest. Don't touch me. Like, you don't don't have to. (laughs) It's okay. So now, because I'm someone who talks all the time in words of affirmation, talking now and being in constant communication, it's like, all right, I'm, I'm in my lane. But some of us may have to, you know, definitely shift.
1: I think that's a good... Point two, because I think like people should, people should come to conclusions off of a much bigger sample size of talking to someone. I know it's easy to have one bad conversation that you feel is awkward and be like, oh, I can never continue to talk to this person. But it, I think you got to have grace with people, see what it's like to interact with someone maybe over three or four conversations before you could even really know what they're really like because everybody, everybody's different in this setting. You know, the flip side of the coin is actually I know someone who started Zoom dating someone at the beginning of quarantine, and they it went really well, and they were Zoom dating or just Zooming like hours a day because they had not, like they both worked remotely and they could and they were just chilling and so. The flip side of the coin is if things go well, things could accelerate really quickly, you know? And so what, what do you think about that? Let's say a date runs three hours, right? But now you have had like 100 hours of Zooming with someone after the month. And it's like, that's a whole year's worth of dating packed into, you know, like a, a few weeks. What are you guys' thoughts on that? That reminds me of when I was in high school.
3: But he used to have these phone conversations all night long with people. I, I'm not built for that anymore. I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Like, I can't talk to someone for that long anymore.
2: <laughs> right. Um, if I have a 10-hour conversation with you, we get married. Like, that's <laughs> it. Like, tomorrow. Right. That was a proposal, sir. You spent 10 hours on home You just asked me to marry you. And I said yes. <laughs> so, there's that.
3: Yeah. Man, more power to that person. <laughs> Um, I am. I think in in, in general, I'm probably w- like very, uh, w- you know, wary of when someone has an experience like that because it's like, all right, can that infatuation really last even after quarantine? Mm. Will that yeah. will that translate to in person? Because that could not not totally be the case.
2: I think as someone who has had past experience where someone that I dated we met online, um, prior, I'm thinking about like my high school love like prior to social media and all that kind of stuff, like we had Black Planet and we had, you know, MySpace and people talked online and they met through that. And, and then you, you mentioned in high school, like, yeah, we will be on the phone for hours. Yes. And because we, you know, we talked about certain things and there were certain questions that we asked each other. I spent a month talking to this person before I actually met them in person. So by the mm-hmm. time I met them, it was like, I don't actually really care what you look like. I don't care mm-hmm. how tall you are, how short you are care about none of that like I, I, I feel like I know you and I feel like I love you already so I already accept you but I think there's even a level of that exact kind of this of like we have spent all this time and and we know that traumatic experiences tend to bond people in a way that other things don't so if you like you spent this you know this crazy time with this person and y'all y'all talk and share your heart by the time you do actually get to meet in person it's like well look let uh, Let's just go on ahead. What you doing at five o'clock? You trying to go to the, um, the courthouse? Let's just do <laughs> it. <laughs> Element two is, I'm 35. Let me make that point. So I think at this point, I'm like, I don't have time to waste. So it's either we're doing this or we're not doing it because yeah. bro, like I'm, I'm mid thirties. It, it, I guess at, at, age wise or what stage of life you're in, also might add an element to it where I think a 24-year-old might be like, oh, let's just me, me, 11 years later. is like, let's just not. Either we are or we, are or we aren't.
1: Yeah, and I, I think that just brings out the importance of understanding this because we don't know how long things are going to be weird for. And we're in a pivotal season of our lives where you got to figure out how to navigate this stuff like it's not stuff that could go on pause you know yeah and i, I think i, I
3: want to give a word of comfort to people out there like acknowledging the struggle and struggling through it even if you don't feel like you're doing well is still a, a positive thing you know what i mean mm. like you know sometimes you don't gotta figure you don't gotta figure everything out but are you at least struggling through it you know what i mean mm-hmm. so you know you don't gotta you know don't feel like you gotta win Don't feel like you got to master this, but like, yeah, struggle through it well. And just think, think to yourself, man, especially as a man, like what is, what is your next step in that dating quote unquote relationship, right? What is the next step? It could be as simple as moving from, if you, if you met on an app, moving to like a phone call, you know? So I think taking your time um, and struggling through it, you know, is a good thing.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think ultimately, Daniel, I think you brought it to the right place of like, we we talked about the hardship of it. We talked about the struggle and like how this is, you know, a situation that basically is outside of our control. But I think what, where we now need to get to is that encouragement of where can we hope during this time? Where can we, you know, place our trust? And ultimately for me, it is in the word of God and it is in the fact that our savior and our creator is sovereign over this. And and I know my singleness been in his hands, so it, it, that it doesn't slip out now because there is a pandemic. That is ultimately our hope, and that's ultimately where we can we can lean in. So I think we should definitely be in prayer during this time. We should be seeking the Lord of like God. Like I I want to date or I want to meet someone. How do I do that in this this new season of of quarantine? Just trusting the Lord and His wisdom. I agree. Like
0: God is over everything. And um, he he will definitely bring that person to you. Obviously, with his wisdom and his knowledge and with your wisdom that he's giving you, like, he's going to set things in motion regardless if you're inside or outside, you know? So I think that ultimately putting it in his hands is the best thing to do during this time so that you're not with the person that you was not supposed to be with.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and I think, like, it's important to remember that I mean, bigger than any event we've ever experienced or any moment in our lives, Like this is something where we really are all in this together in the sense that we're all experiencing the same circumstances to a certain extent. I think that it is really important to remember to not feel ashamed, to be really confused about this situation or to, to seek wisdom in your friends or to ask for advice. I think everyone is processing this season together I've had people reach out to me, I've had people reach out to my friends and just say, hey, like, I like this girl and we met right before quarantine and I'm not really sure what I should do and people talk each other through that or, you know, things are going really well. Like, can you give me input on this situation? I've even met people's Zoom girlfriends on Zoom and that's <laughs> been really cool. <laughs> like, but, but I think it's important to like, just to know that you're not alone. and to to reach out to your friends, reach out to the people that that you trust and you feel like you get wisdom from and just process together. Yeah,
3: and so we hope that anything that we said is beneficial for everyone listening. Just know that you're not alone in the struggle and the Lord was holding you before and he's holding you now um, through all your seasons of singleness or dating or marriage. And so um, this has been the City Image
1: Podcast. I'm here with
2: Varlene the Wild Thornberry,
1: Andy, A.K.A. Young Nassau County,
2: Lord Estanita standing in her personhood.
1: Hey,
3: and this is Daniel the Creator. All right, guys, see ya.
2: Bye, y'all. Later.
0: City image.